I'm Tucker, and this is Scene Play. Today we have a world-building episode. Uh, so this isn't the main episode. There's going to be another episode coming out directly with this. That is the main game where we're actually playing characters and such. But here we're going to build the world. And the game we're building this world for is Downfall. It's by Carolyn Hobbs. And I hope you enjoy it. See you on the other side. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, let's start. So we're going to play a game that is called Downfall. And this game is written by Caroline Hobbs, who is part of Story Games Seattle, which is a group of people who write role-playing games who are really great. Look up all their stuff. Uh, games we played by other people from Story Games Seattle uh, is, well, mostly just stuff by Ben Robbins. So he wrote Microscope, which we haven't played on this podcast, but he did write Follow, which we have played once before and will probably play again. And so I have two wonderful people here. Um, my name is Tucker. Again, uh, I'm going to run this podcast and play in this game. And to the two other people here, would they like to introduce themselves? Yeah, uh, my name is Ethan, and I didn't have a fact prepared about myself, uh, <laughs> so I'll go with my favorite color is green. Uh, in that spirit, I'm Molly, and when I eat ice cream, it makes me hungry for toast. Facts. Facts. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. Okay, so the first thing we are going to do in this game is we're going to choose a flaw. and Like a personal flaw? Uh, well, we know <laughs> lots of flaws about you, in particular, <laughs> Molly, yeah. oh. but no, in this case, we're going to choose the flaw of a city, uh, in fact, a haven, a utopia that we're going to create. And this flaw is what built the utopia. Mm. The catch is this flaw is also what's going to destroy this utopia. Mm. And so example flaws that we have here um, are somewhat, anybody want to read some of those? Sure. We have ambition, classism. Cowardice, distrust, greed, jealousy, loyalty, materialism, nationalism, perfectionism, a lot of isms, pride, <laughs> racism, selfishness, sexism, and vanity. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're very simple flaws. Yeah. You can also do like more complex flaws. What would be an, an example option. of a more complex flaw? Liberty. Um, oh. So in another game I played, we did freedom as the flaw hmm. and we created a society that was based on the one rule that anything you did couldn't impinge on anybody else's freedom and that turned into a bureaucracy and into a place where there was too much choice and people were unable to make decisions and we haven't finished the game yet hmm. but it is on well on its way to destroying this haven hmm. which happens to be a city in the middle of a desert entirely populated populated by a bunch of genies who grant every wish of humans. Oh. Which is hmm. fun. But we can choose, so I guess the first question is, would we rather do a negative flaw? So something that, that's like clearly bad. Hmm. So slavery would be a great one for America. Um, just, just starting with that. So something that built the country up and then will mm -hmm. eventually tear it down. So that's an, e that's an easy one that, you, that we can build a fairly... Um, not simple story, but a very a very tight story around, mm -hmm. or something that'll be a little more complex and harder to work with and harder to destroy mm -hmm. the city with. Yeah, like something like love or mm -hmm. time. <laughs> time. <laughs> I guess I don't have a preference. What do you think? I think that something uh, more complex might be more interesting. Okay. But... 
I think that I would defer to you, Tucker, since you. Well, I don't have want that. <laughs> I've, I've played a lot of well, games. Well, why don't we start out with a couple examples of each, and then we can pick between them. So, like one or yeah. two of each, and then we'll go with the one that we prefer. Right. So, like for that. simple flaws, um, hubris. That's a good one. Hubris is good. Mm. That's kind of like ambition. Mm-hmm. Let's just do one one of each for each one. Okay. So I'll say, um, I almost said overconfidence, which would have been an interesting thing to say after what Ethan said. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do a complex one to start, and I'll do a, a simple one later. But I'm gonna do humility. Hmm. I guess I'll do love as my complex one. <laughs> I didn't think of a complex one. <laughs> How about genius? Mm, that's a really good one. That's interesting. I really like that. Um, hatred. That's a simple one. Um... I'm assuming, I mean, it just seems like these are very serious. We don't sell on something comical like horses. <laughs> comical is fine. Yeah, I would do that. This is, this is generally a comedy horses. podcast <laughs> that has changed really abruptly a couple times without me expecting it. Um, yeah, I'll go with horses. horses. <laughs> Got a huh theme. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have... Four H's and two things that aren't H's. I'm uh, I'm like interested in genius. I'm also interested in genius. We can do genius. Let's do genius. Nice. Genius. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it begins. All right. Uh, somebody want to write genius on that card? I so do. In big letters like that. Where did you sharpen all those pencils? In a pencil sharpener. Okay. <laughs> Where was said pencil sharpener located? Because uh, I haven't found many here. In my house. Okay. <laughs> I, there are just so many that not enough of them, they haven't gotten dull yet. Okay. At this point. And so there are dull ones in there that we have used in other games. But instead of sharpening them again, I just, you just pick another pencil. Yeah. Because there are a lot of them. All right. Cool. So now we want to define uh, genius. And this is more. So, I, I started that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, you did draw the arrow. The <laughs> <word>. <laughs> um, are we allowed to ask Merriam-Webster, Merriam-Webster, uh, what the definition is, or may. is it better if we? Though I think it's more interesting okay. if we each yeah, like start out say what we think genius this means. Is, uh, an internet-free environment. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> Very anti. Well, not for the listener, but for, for us. For us, we can we can pretend. Uh, so Molly, what so do you like, think genius would, is? Would genius, in the context of a society, mean that the like the worship of genius as like the ultimate? Um, I was just thinking, like, even definition of the word. Like, let's start with that. Oh, maybe. okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I would say that genius is, so there are a couple parts to it. Someone can be bright, but genius is brilliance that is uncommon, um, so extremely rare. Uh, it is 
performative. So it would be something that mm. whether it was like athletic genius or genius in literature, it's something that the society values, the, the um, performance thereof. So it's uncommon, it's valuable, and it is almost superhuman in a lot of ways. Like, I guess when I think of geniuses, there are ones like, yeah, like, um, geez, who's the guy from uh, A Beautiful Mind, the mathematician? Nash? Yeah. Okay. Um, So there's that obvious one. Better than I think, like, Michael Jordan would be a genius in basketball, Mm -hmm. things like that. Oh, and then maybe one other aspect of it would be um, because it is so uncommon, it almost has like a social trade-off. Like if you're a genius, you are maybe like aloof or you don't fit in or you can't relate to other people as readily as someone who is like of average intelligence or average ability. Yeah. So I guess my four parts of it are rarity, um, per, it's performative, it's valuable, and there are trade-offs within the social realm i also think that genius has an element of creativity or innovation like uh leonardo da vinci in his time was a genius but the things that he does (laughs) if he did them now wouldn't be seen as genius in the same way so there's this newness okay to genius yeah, and the I think the two other things that I so the superhuman thing is very important. The fact that a normal person can't do this, and following that thread, I think it's important to say like genius is something inherent to mm. an yeah, individual. For sure. Genius mm. is not learned. There's hmm. no you can't work hard to become a genius. Uh, being a genius is something you're born with, and very few people are born with. Hmm. That's yeah, that's absolutely true. And then just to kind of expand on your point, Molly. I think that it might be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought I missed the wrong. Like, <laughs> no, I was just laughing. Instead. I was just laughing um, at the very <laughs> seminar style um, speech. <laughs> the uh, the creativity part. I think genius is the ability to make connections between things that other people don't see, or mm. do things that other people don't think possible. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I see that. All right. So now we're going to describe a haven. And all right. So each of us is going to contribute an element that will inspire the setting. These elements are the foundation of the world we will create. Secretly choose one of the elements from the list below. Write the element on the, we don't need to do that. We'll just remember it for a moment. Mm. And after we've each individually chosen our elements, share them with the group and then write them on the index card beneath the flaw. <laughs> don't change your mind after you've seen the other elements. A surprising combination is fun. So there's a bunch there. Can you all read that? Yeah, I need a moment to think. Though. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, I have mine. I think I have mine as well. I'm ready. Um, Ethan, you want to go first? Sure. I'm going to go with ink. I-N-K. Cool. Write it down. Thanks. I'm going to go with echo. 
And I will choose Steel. S-T-E-E-L. Oh, those are really good. I like that. All right, and now we're going to define the setting. And so using the three elements, uh, the flaw, create a f- the physical world and the haven that exists within it. Brainstorm the setting together, spending a few minutes describing how each element or their combinations define the world and the heaven. And the haven. haven. God, I read that every time. That <laughs> Make sure to use all three elements. Don't talk about the culture yet. We'll do that in the next step. So we're just worrying. We just want to think about the physical world. Like, where is this place? And what does this place look like? So question about that. Mm-hmm. If I were to say it is like an industrially ad- industrially advanced world, does that infringe on the culture part? Like, because certain things have like connotations. Okay, so I can say things like that. Um, I think you, so I think in this part, let's just stay what you can see. Okay. So like location, location. All right. Yeah. Don't talk about like what they wear and stuff. Don't talk about, uh, like technology that isn't architecturally visible. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes. I, I do feel like the obvious image that comes to mind is, is sort of that advanced society that's got this hardness, mm-hmm. but and I think the echo also evokes that. Yeah. Next to steel, mm-hmm. is there a different direction we want to take with it, though? No, or do that's, you want to go in that direction. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The echo ink interplay is interesting. That's how do so you think cool. that would manifest itself? How how would it look? Yeah. Um, I what almost, it, and maybe this is a little fantastical, but. Go. Think of like lots of words everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like graffiti so. quotations, maybe more purposeful than okay. graffiti, like mm-hmm. quotations that have actually been put up on yeah. buildings uh-huh. or written into the landscape somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe not just words, but pictures, like a, a very graphical kind of look. What if everything was made up of words kind of like molecules and so maybe you wouldn't see it but like a tree would be a uh, uh, aggregate of all these little word tree if mm. that kind of makes oh. sense oh, like those That's like those little poems that you would yeah, make yeah exa- uh, yeah acrostic poems yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, or, goes, no i know what you mean yeah the uh, there's a name for that where, uh, i can't remember that goes either. with echo too really well it does because it, the word is echoed over and over again in the thing oh mm-hmm. Look at that. Um, the other thing that came to mind was ripples. So mm. ink, you know, it's a physical medium. And then if you, you know, disrupt it, it has a rippling effect just yeah. because it's a liquid or a fluid. And then echo, like echolocation, or I guess just sound waves mm-hmm. are kind of like ripples. You know, they emanate outward. They uh, reduce in intensity as they get further away. How would that work with uh, the word molecule thing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, then how do things change? Well, that's an interesting thing about like permanence. Echoes are extremely impermanent, right? But mm-hmm. then steel, I think, is thought of as this like oh. unbreakable thing. And then ink, the permanence of ink kind of depends on what you put it on, right? Like some things ink just washes away versus some things ink you can't get out of. Sure. Even like, you know, ink washes away, but the idea is that maybe it communicates mm. and don't ever go away or last longer. Yeah. Well, that's what I think of like ripples, like ink spreading and diffusing yeah. sure. and like mm-hmm. washing away. 
Okay. All right. So we have some really cool ideas. How would this actually like <laughs> translate into place. an yeah. actual place? Um, I like the idea. I really like the idea of being able to see deeper into what things are actually made of. And that. Or I don't know that everyone can see it, but it's there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Genius. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have some preconceived notions about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do we think it's a city? Do we think it is like a temperate climate? Well, the, the only thing, I, I, I'm starting with this, and I don't know why this is images in my head, but I really want there to be an ocean. Okay. Mm-hmm. This may just be being, being homesick. But do I you want really it to be an, an island? I'm always, I'm always a fan of islands. I kind of like that idea, like an island that, well, this is getting into the culture. I'll save that. Yeah, good. Hmm. Can it be underwater and an island? <laughs> now we're kind of getting into a rapture territory. Yeah, no, for sure. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Bioshock. Oh, no. Um, we're going to make Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a problem with me. Okay. Um, all right. So maybe it's not underwater. Uh <laughs> I think I think underwater is cool as long as we do avoid making Bioshock. Actually. I think parts I of it are underwater. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Ooh, that's an I think interesting it's an idea. Some of it like, yeah. is underneath and some of it is above. What if it was kind of like a? I don't know how this relates back to what we were talking about before, but an island where there's this surface component and then there's this almost like reflection of the island that's underneath. So it only exists on the surface of the water, and there's this mm. top part and this bottom part. I'm sorry, I don't see. I, I don't see. Can you say that again? Um, so think about like your water bottle right there. Um, okay. And <laughs> if you put um, a marble in it, let's say yeah. the marble floats for some reason, okay. half of the wa- uh, the sphere or whatever is going to be submerged, and the other half is not. And so oh. there's a top part of the island and a bottom part of the island, and things happen on both sides. I don't know what the I'm distinction. I'm a big would be. fan of that. Hmm. So we have an island. <laughs> this is getting very complicated. <laughs> it's okay. got some sort of shininess to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reflections to yep. it. It's, I think it's made of steel. It's made of, is it all made of steel? It could be. It also that could, could be not interesting. Be. I think that's an interesting. Yeah. Y- th- <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think <laughs> like, you know, steel doesn't float, so I don't know how that would work. <laughs> But maybe it does in this universe. I don't yeah. know. Well, maybe yeah. you just don't have the genius to imagine yeah. a steel there floating. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Um, oh, it's it's completely hollow, and it's this is just using echo, but it's just this big open space mm-hmm. inside of it, and it's mm-hmm. like if you hit it very hard, it would. Mm-hmm. ring in there mm-hmm. what if in that open space all the letters kind of swarm around and then when oh and they float out to the surface yeah they become things so like when you need to build something or when something <laughs> try to divorce that from culture when something is constructed it comes the the material comes from within the hollow space now i'm thinking more of like this is a place that exists on the island but is not necessarily the whole island like it is the center okay. of the island okay. but there yeah. are other things around it that are more of a natural Okay, I can dig that. Okay, I think that just gives us a little more flexibility. Yeah, yeah. Nature is good to have in general. So what? So someone want to paint me an image, quick? I think we've created an island that has some sort of metal sphere, half above water, half below. There's some reflectance 
mirage type <laughs> quality to yeah. it that contains the building blocks of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> and this is in the center of the island and then the island also has sort of towns maybe on it around this sphere. Okay. Okay. Um, it seems like in the example description, which no one else can see, yeah. um, they incorporate each of the words. So, so on this island in which there's okay. this steel center, mm-hmm. is that what we're deciding on? Yeah. I think so. Um, is the island like in a sea of ink or how does the ink come in? Mm. I, I think that it doesn't have to, I'm just throwing that so out there. This this is getting a little bit into the culture thing, but yeah. I'm a big. I, I have an idea that I like, and it's that this is a spot where people is like it's a pilgrimage spot. Mm. So if somebody wants to create something new, they have to come here to get the basic. Do we still have a society that is permanently here? Yeah, as I think, well? yes, like I believe. Yeah, I think okay. I, I think so. That like waits mm. for these geniuses okay to come and make something new okay. from this island. And so maybe the ink is sort of. Uh, I just imagine the ink is the letters, right? Yeah, so yeah. Like the yeah, and then on maybe on the architecture, there's yeah. there's mm-hmm. ink and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that a lot. Yeah. So what if there's this kind of like dichotomy between ink and steel? It's this place that people come to get mm-hmm. the stuff to build things, and yeah. there is it's the source of all steel and the source of all ink in the world. And uh, I don't know how that would divide on the island or if there would be a mm. conflict, but this is where you got to go to get steel and ink. Hmm. Okay. And then the the things that this, the resources create echo out into the world outside mm. of this pilgrimage island. Mm. All right. And there's almost this sense of like, there's so much hap- thought happening on the island and the echo is kind of like, that's the sounds you hear when you walk around. You hear... Yeah, it's a busy, it's a loud place. Yeah. Just before we move on, can we make a distinction between, I kind of like the idea of having like an ink side of the island and a steel side of the Mm, island. Like a physical divide? Yes. Um, Whether it's, you know, like split down the middle or if one's inside the other, but the ink Mm. side, like when you think of Mm -hmm. ink, what kind of buildings and architecture and nature do you envision? Right now, I'm imagining is from Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, <laughs> the animation yeah. scene where they talk oh, about that the is three so brothers. Cool. It's so good. It's like the best I part love of it all so the much. movies. I also really like the idea of having to travel through the ink part to get to, to the, the steel. steel. So, like this ink surrounding the steel core. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, in terms of architecture, I guess I think of paper also mm-hmm. and black and white has the only colors but okay no i like that um could it be something where i don't want to say everything's made out of paper but it's in the ink part of the island everything is white except for the buildings and the are we going to say there are cars so no we'll, we'll hold off on the cars but everything that is created by people is black and, and then everything else is white. So like nature would be white, oh, completely mm. white. And then everything that's man-made or person-made or yes. created by these agents is black. And then the steel, other part of the island, what's that look like? 
I want there to be more color. Okay. Like, if you had like a color palette, not that we're making yeah. like storyboards here, but <laughs> what would you choose? Well, for the uh, the animated show that is obviously yeah, going well, to be developed after to, we do this. Uh-huh. The one which uh-huh. we're all going to fight about the rights over, right? Yeah, because yeah. I, I like okay. the idea of ideas being able to be expressed on the physical space. And I yeah. think that if everything we make is already black, you, there's not a lot of room for like mm-hmm. putting new things on top of it. Sure. So I kind of agree with Tucker. Okay. So maybe it just looks like... Uh, industrial city with rust and then you know the silver of regular steel and it's bustling and then the outskirts of ink town (laughs) yes yeah the The outskirts outskirts as you go out it's almost like i guess i think steel i think gray and so then as you move out in different hues of gray yeah but then as you move out to these outskirts it's all black and white whether it's the white of nature or just things that mm. haven't been created yet and the black of things that have been or maybe created. not even white but more of like a pale color there's there's like um more it's more colorful like tucker suggested but in a muted yeah. t- sort of tone mm-hmm. okay you know, like light green grass and Every, you know, everything everything's is, just like a little less yeah. like watercolor almost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. And so now I think we've sort we've moved away from the ball, right? The floating thing. I, I don't, are we doing that anymore? I don't I think don't so. I, I, don't I, know. Okay. I think, can, I think we haven't used that for a while okay, and that so, yeah. sort of fell out. So we have an Island with the center is in du- or industrial steel and a as bustling, town. bustling town. And as you get further out, um, becomes less populated and, the colors mute, but also we start to get color where there wasn't any color before. And on top of these light colors is the black ink where you have, or you have these words sort of like spontaneously forming mm. and, okay. and then falling apart. And then they, c- and those can also be acted on- upon by people. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. I feel good about it. All right. Um, so I guess we can, do my favorite thing in city building and draw two concentric circles <laughs> <laughs> sort of deal. And obviously it's a much, it's, it's more of a gradient, mm-hmm. but I'm going to put port there because that's fun. And I'll put a star there. I don't know what that star is, but there's a star there. So, um, uh, Ethan, you want to describe the beautiful map we have yeah. of our Haven? Um, <laughs> a little confused while you took the, uh, the, smaller concentric circle away why don't you <laughs> explain that first oh i just, I just imagine instead so um, i imagine just as a gradient oh i see okay thank you fancy so is there an Tucker, elevation change question yeah i like that mm-hmm. is it going up or down i really want it to go down okay yeah yeah <laughs> all right let's do it because in the industrial city down. is below the water line okay that's cool um, so Tucker drew a perfect circle, like it was uncanny how perfect the circle is. Um, within the circle, there is a center, and that represents the um, the steel kind of component of the island. And the island slopes downward so that um, on the outskirts, uh, at which there are a couple ports or a port, um, it's the highest elevation, and it's level with the body of water outside of the island and then on the interior it's sloping downward to the lowest point where the steel center is located wicked all right uh now what we're going to do is we're going to create traditions 
and they're going to be six traditions uh, based out of all these categories. And so I'm going to give each of you an index card. And um, we're each going to choose a different, there's only be one of each category. And uh, the categories are here. We have a list to choose from. And we're going to take turns. So I'm going to go first. And maybe I need a pencil. I do. Ethan. Thank Oop. you. <clears throat> I'm going to go first. And I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm going to go with food. Um, and what they and so the first thing you do is you choose a category. Um, everyone want to choose a category first from these options. Uh. Guesses, I can cut the dead air. <laughs> um, and we're going to do one more so you're not locked into the. Sure. I will choose. You know what? I'm just going to choose one. I'll go with communication. Um, I'll take grief for right. 50. <laughs> 50. <laughs> All right. And so each player take each player creates one tradition. We'll take turns creating traditions. We can go in any order. Think of a tradi tradition related to the category you chose. Then describe the tradition and, ex and explain how it reflects the flaw. I cannot speak today. Did we decide? On oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> we, did we did choose a flaw. The flaw was genius. Um, if you can't think of a reason why it embodies or exemplifies the flaw, think of a different tradition. After you've described your tradition to the other players, write it on the top half of your index card under the category and draw a line below it. Write as few words as, as necessary. What you say is more important than what you write. Um, other players can ask questions, but they shouldn't give suggestions. Answer any questions the other players have, taking your time to make sure everyone understands the tradition before moving on. So... If anybody thinks of something, they can go. I'm just so for food, I'm going to say. So since the since this society has such a stranglehold on two such important resources, they always they have like access to basically whatever food they want. They can import anything, and the way food food trends work is that one type of food, so a food from a different culture or a specific dish from a different culture, will become really 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 popular for two maybe maybe three months and then a new one will come and in that time and in that time like when this food is so um, popular all, all these restaurants like devoted to this single dish or to the set of dishes will um, rise up and then um, once the fad dies almost all of them will go out of business 
And so there's it's like some there's some businesses that are like constantly changing what culture they're getting their food from, and there are some that are. And then a lot of times you can just see, oh, remember like two years ago when we were really into that um, Sabordi chicken or something like that. <laughs> and so I'm going to put. Um, How does that relate back to genius? I had something in my head and now I've totally forgotten. There was, there was a thing. <laughs> and it was brilliant. It was so, it was, it was, let me assure it you. It was so smart. Um, oh, so, so what it is, is almost every time there are people who think that this food is like the best. So it, it's not like they, exp- they, the, so the majority of people know, okay, this is just how our society works. It's going to, it's going to like shift and there's going to be a new fad pretty Mm -hmm. soon, but there's always this group of people and it's not the same group of people. It's a different group of people every time who like truly believe, truly think that they've finally found the best, the best dish, like the best food. And they'll continue eating this, this particular dish forever, which is why there are restaurants that like try that, like try to open their doors based on this. And so maybe sometimes it's even longer, maybe okay. it's years that they go with a specific dish sure. but it eventually ends up changing. Okay. And so it's like, it's this obsession with finding like the best. Sure. So there's no pizza place that, or there's no equivalent of a pizza place that's going to exist. It's always like there's a Thai food or something. And these restaurants that open around Thai food, for example, mm-hmm. believe that these are going to become the new norm. It's yes. going to be, it's going to become the pizza of America. Okay. And they just never, they just never found pizza. All right, <laughs> that's their problem. Pizza they, does not exist they on this never island. Found pizza. <laughs> so uh, I'm just gonna write searching for the perfect dish. I'm actually gonna choose death rather than grief. Okay. And one tradition in this society is that when someone passes away, you hang a list of their accomplishments in their life on your door like this big mm. public public display of it and so if you have like a miscarriage or something you just hang like a blank sheet on your door oh Ooh, that's good, that's so good. <laughs> i also might want to change mine can you scroll back <laughs> i'm not getting anything for communication yeah we'll say how about if people display their income on their clothing? As a fashion tradition? Income or maybe IQ on their clothing, which would be more interesting. That's funny because I was just thinking about government and what if there was a tradition that everybody had to take an IQ test once a year? Uh, sort of inspired by our current government. Uh, <laughs> These are all such I don't, good ideas. I don't actually want it. I just yeah. was inspired by it. Okay. Mm. We'll say, yeah, economics, people wear their... Maybe not their IQ. They wear their... If you could quantify someone's contribution to society in a number they have some way of doing this in the society okay and they wear it on a patch uh, affixed to their 
arm or they have a tattoo. Maybe they have a tattoo in the middle of their forehead, actually. <laughs> That's where but the number does, is displayed. Doesn't your, um, wouldn't your number change as you get Ooh, older? They have a digital display. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of like an Ender's game, but that would be in the back of their neck. Um, yeah, they have a digital display that is implanted. Could, wait, in, can it be ink that moves? Ooh, yes. Magic? Ooh, <laughs> that's so nice. Um, ooh, what is that movie or maybe it's a book where ink moves beneath the skin? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of Arrival, but that's Arrival not is so good. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's a, a number that is um, tattooed by doctors, monks, I don't know. It's tattooed to each person at birth in the middle of their forehead and it changes with their value to society. All right. Glad we got there. Glad we, glad we got there. <laughs> yeah. Tucker, I think Further you get down. to choose a, another tradition now. Oh, uh, not yet. There's one more thing that, that I don't know the rules of this game. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing that happens is we're just going to pass our card to the right. And that, <laughs> then we're going to make a symbol that is representative of this tradition. So um, for, for example... Um, a symbol is a person, place, or thing that is emblematic of the tradition. Symbols give additional information about the tradition and provide a tangible way to show the tradition in play. Symbols can be objects, tools, icons, locations, emblems, people, etc., et and so on and so forth. That's a, it, it's a symbol that is. Yeah. And so, um, as an example, for the economics symbol, I am going to add. There is a glyph, um, or number or letter or whatever you want to call it that is functionally the letter g and it is representative of somebody whose value to society is unquantifiable and is thereby a genius (laughs) so i'm just going to write the letter g For death, not unlike the letter G, if a person who passed away was a genius, instead of having a blank, uh, not elegy, but a a blank list uh, denoting no accomplishments for a baby that died at birth, they'll have a a missive or uh, just a a document that is completely black. Yes. So I'm going to so do like a black in ink. a black rectangle as if di- dipped in ink. So I'm going to do a black rectangle. The glyph for food, <laughs> searching for the perfect dish, is an eye where the iris is intestines. Sort of to match the phrase, your eye is bigger than your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Am I misunderstanding I hate, the prompt? <laughs> it should be. It should exist in the world. Yes. It is the only, so does this eye with Ooh. intestines in it exist in the world? Kind does of it, like Rotten Tomatoes. You could put it up on <laughs> restaurants certified fresh. <laughs> uh, no, I'll redo yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand that it had to be. No, yeah. I like that yeah, idea, no. though, if it could be something that appeared on like restaurants in the same way that some restaurants... Like a TripAdvisor Yeah, <laughs> or just like... Um, what is that? Like let, a, me, let me read about this again. Okay. Uh, the tradition... 
My symbol's a little flame. Represents uh like a restaurant being burnt down once it's no longer relevant. I kind of envision restaurants being built of paper and being more ephemeral than those other steel buildings that last longer. Mm. So sometimes you see fires. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. All right. Uh, now we're going to do it again. And. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with. <laughs> do it do it ah uh, i'm gonna go with love okay do you want me to tell you what my idea is right now do it you can marry another person but in addition you you are expected to also marry an idea or value Ooh. that you bond with oh for life. that's so good i love that okay I was going to do education, but I think I'm going to choose relationships. And this might be too similar to love, but let me know what you think. You are only... You are only able to marry someone or uh, have a child with your partner if their their score, their utility score, we'll call it, the number that they have on their forehead is above, if both those scores are above a certain number and every year that number goes up. Eugenics. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with it. Tucker is down with eugenics. <laughs> Let the record show. News flash. <laughs> Tucker Lemos. It's on the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah not yet. <laughs> I can cut that out still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do religion, and I'm going to make it that the so uh, the religion is that there is, is no religion and there's no worship of supernatural powers and that is in fact banned because man is the only thing that is important. And God, we are making rapture. Rapture. <laughs> <laughs> but um, man over these flagrant ideas and everything can be figured out um, if only by um, the, those who are geniuses and above us all. Well, honestly, I think I kind of chose steel because of um atlas shrugged <laughs> which is what so, rapture which is what yeah, rapture is, is what based rapture on, on. Uh, i'm sorry don't you no, love I that book molly for that. is it not your favorite book <laughs> have you read it i read it this summer in the presence of tucker and completely and frequently complained about it <laughs> she complained a lot <laughs> mm. I'm literally gonna write. There are there are no gods, only men. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> now do we pass it to the left for symbology? Yes. Oh, I ha all right. So for love, um, instead of what uh, instead of rings like we have for uh, real life, um, you so you have two like bracers functionally that you wear, 
So like, me, like this steel guard that that goes al- along your forearm, and one of them is black with the name of your human uh, love on it, and the other is white with the name of your idealistic love written Ooh. in black. Mm. Nice. Hmm. There are no gods, only men. We are losing. I, I just want to say I think we're, yeah. we've done a lot with Ink and Steel and neglected Echo. Echo, Echo has so if we want to think a little bit more about that, maybe sure, forward, yes, this I is true. So for relationships, the symbol is going to be just an arrow that points up. And it's kind of going to be the symbol of the island. So it's like a, a mm. government logo that you see in a lot of places. Where would it appear? Could appear on buildings. It could appear on flags. Could appear on documents. Are we not feeling it? I'm just no, trying to I think. Like it. Yeah, I like it. I'm just trying to think how it would like play into the marriage and relationship aspect of that and the childbearing. Well, I think of it as you have this ever increasing, increasing requirement. So okay. it's, mm-hmm. I think of it as like a philosophy of what your, of life that directs marriage and children as one particular aspect of your life, but is more all encompassing than okay. that, I guess. Cool. And for religion, <laughs> since there are no gods and only men in. It can be a physical thing. Too. Yes. Uh, no dogs, only nom. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker doesn't like my jokes. <laughs> can I like apply something retroactively? Like, did there? Can I say there used to be churches, or there used yeah, to be? Absolutely. Okay. Um. So, in the places of worship and the altars and the statues that were built in a in the image of a sense disavowed God, this society has constructed bigger statues of men over the older statues <laughs> of this god and the newer statues of the, the big man over the the small god say um god was created in man's image or something like that so we'll do big statue little statue so my symbol is going to be wait so are there two so sure. are there two statues there or are. is like the god oh, okay there are two statues so okay. let's say you know we'll just use yeah. jesus as an example instead of <laughs> Instead of just the statue of Jesus. Always good. Yeah, there's a statue of a person behind it. Um, And so the idea is that God didn't create man in his image. Man created God in man's image. So go ahead. Are the statues interacting? Like, is the statue of the person like... You know, <laughs> like pushing down on the Ooh, head of Jesus, or, like, or is it just like it doesn't even care that Jesus is there? If we want to get real complicated, we could make the statues of people 
statues sculpting the other statue. <laughs> yes. Do it. Yes. Okay. That is so it. We're going to do that. And it's unnecessary. And people, the people of this island have really questioned why the government commissioned such expensive things, but they did it. Um, and so I guess my symbol is going to be, yeah. Oh, and for some reason, the the name of <laughs> the the sense disavowed god began with a t and so instead of a crucifix they have um just a t for the symbol of the god <laughs> so my um my symbol is going to be a little t representing the god not a crucifix a t somehow i think you did that to make the drawing well, easier. <laughs> there's no way of proving that inside of a big T. And so it's almost like an echo of the little T. So yeah, just, uh, to, okay. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. But the actual, the manifestation on the Island is this statue of the God being sculpted by a, it's looks like it's being sculpted by this statue of a person. There are so many of these and it's so gross and so great. Yeah. Are the, <laughs> it's got are real the people real people like, or that have actually existed or is it just sort of like Ooh. the theoretical that's, ideal man that's or an woman? Excellent question. And I think it should be people geniuses that have contributed greatly to society. So if we had like an analog in our society, it would be a statue of Albert Einstein sculpting a statue statue of jesus what an image yeah i'm sure <laughs> no one thing. i'm sure no one would be upset over that <laughs> <laughs> all right cool with so, his tongue out of course yes like of course. The iconic jesus's photo. tongue with jesus <laughs> <laughs> not albert einstein <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe cut that i don't know <laughs> we'll figure it out wasn't all right so name So what um ink echo steel genius <laughs> ink echo steel is such a good phrase and i have no idea what it means but it sounds good or steel echoes ink rapture Ooh, steel echoes ink like three separate words mm -hmm. like a phrase how about ripple mm. No, <laughs> you got that ripple kind ripple of ripple will. Uh, what ripple and then add something like steel to it? Add something industrial. Ripple City, <laughs> uh, or the island of. I want something that. I don't know how this is possible, but that evocates a the image of a a pond so like the classic image of like there's a water drop that's in the pond and it's there's a water drop that's just hit it mm -hmm. so you have like that perfect um cone and then the droplet facing I was thinking the opposite way uh -huh. and then you have all the ripples going outwards mm -hmm. except for the droplet and everything else is may is like metallic it's like it's mercury it's what mercury would do if you drop something in it hmm. How does that translate? And just, a fro and just a frozen image of that, and somehow that's the name. And I don't know how that's the name. <laughs> and that's really cool because before it, it goes back up, it, it drops down, and the surface tension doesn't break yet, and it's almost like the shape of the island where it's the lowest mm, point is in the middle. Real. What is the, uh, uh, you know, the chemical symbol for Mercury is HG. What is the Greek name behind that? 
We don't hey, have, we, we decided no internet. internet. <laughs> <laughs> but if we did have internet, <laughs> we could look it up and find out that it was... Ethan obviously knows this at the top of the head and he's yeah. going to say it in about six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> really just taking my time. Six, I five, can of, um, four. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Do your little countdown. Three, two, one. Hermes is the name of the planet. Chemical. Greek or Latin? Greek. H.G. Hydrogerum. Hydrogerum. Nope. <laughs> One thing what I was thinking? thinking about was... Um, Water silver. Yeah, that's not going to do it. There's this line in this poem called that says the phrase echo of the spheres. And I was thinking about like platonic ideals. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's too poetic. I, I love poetry. I'm bad at it, but I love it. <laughs> so sensitive. What? Too far to the side. <laughs> yep. We could just call it Mercury. That's not a bad. I'm name. into it. What about just like genium or something like that? That's too on the nose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is this place about? Um. Yeah. Sure. Mercury. It is. All right. You all right? Yeah. Sure. Where am I writing it? Uh, right at the top. But. All right. And we're going to do characters, but before we do characters, let's just rip over everything we've done so far. So we are in the haven of Mercury. Um, The flaw of Mercury is genius, and this flaw has built the city, um, which has the wells of ink and the well of steel, uh, and echoes all the geniuses of the past and is really focused on the ideas that they're individuals. You guys want to read our traditions? So, should I read all of them or just mine? Just read all of them real quick. Okay, so we have a tradition of love that you are expected to marry an idea or a value that you bond with for life in addition to any sort of human partner you marry. We have an addition, uh, a tradition surrounding food that the city is continually searching for the perfect dish. And so these particular dishes that are imported in or arise in the city become very very popular for two to three months and many restaurants arise at service <laughs> dish and then it quickly falls as something new takes over we have a tradition surrounding death that uh people hang a list of accomplishments of the deceased on the house after somebody dies if this person that was maybe a baby that died in birth it would be a blank list if it was a genius the list is completely covered in black ink. We have a tradition surrounding relationships that marrying somebody and having a child with them requires state permission that is determined by a number on your forehead that I'll talk about in a second. Uh, <laughs> and this not, this requirement is always going up. Uh, there's a tradition, an economical tradition, that... People have tattoo numbers on their forehead which represent their value to society. They're tattooed on at birth, but this ink is somehow magical and changes as your value to society changes. Uh, If you're a genius, that number is just the letter G. 
And then we have a religious tradition, which is that there are no religious traditions. There are no gods. But only there used man. to be. But there used to be. There there used to be on this island. And now, to show how uh, superior we are, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying we. I'm not a part of this. <laughs> they are. Uh, the people on the island of Mercury erect statues next to religious statues that are larger than those statues and show real genius people that existed carving the statues of the religious figure that used to be worshipped. So it's a statue depicting this genius who is a famous person, a famous genius from the society, carving or sculpting the statue of the deity that was from the past. And it's not complicated, and you need to understand it. (laughs) (laughs) Ethan had no stake in the creation of that particular tradition. It's brilliant. (laughs) All right. Um, And so we're actually going to all play all of these characters, and so we're going to create them together, and the first one... And destroy them together. And destroy them together. Or not. They can be alive to see all the destruction they wrought. Right. What is what is the present rot. tense? tense rot. Rot. They r- the present tense. I, I think rot, rot refers to something you did. So I don't know if it. They reek. They reek. 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 Reek havoc. Rot yeah. havoc. Oh yeah. Good that point. might be it. Mm-hmm. That's probably not it. But we'll, we'll go. With, <laughs> we'll run with it. All right. So the hero has a job. Um, the hero has a rebellion. Oh, it's work. <laughs> um, past tense and past particle of work oh. Past participle What you've worked Oh I guess that makes sense huh. And then Language <clears throat> Sorry I'm just setting these up uh, I didn't do the full cards um, Relation to hero uh, Somebody want to read what the hero is Sure The main character of our game is called The Hero, capital H Hero. The hero recognizes the haven's coming down and tries to prevent it. Coming doom. Coming doom and tries (laughs) to prevent it. Thank you. (laughs) I am illiterate. They are our only hope, and yet they will fail. To create the hero, discuss each of the following questions as a group and write your answers on the hero's character sheet. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Right. Um, Molly, want to read the phone? Indeed I do, Tucker. Oh, sorry, pillar. Pillar, pillar, pillar. I guess I'll also read that. Because I'm working on the pillar right now. Okay. (sighs) The pillar is a normal person in the haven, Mercury, content to live in the society they are a part of. There are many within the haven who are complacent. The pillar is just one of them. They pitch the hero towards accepting the status quo. However, the pillar is not necessarily opposed to the hero. There's someone the hero can talk to about the haven. Uh, sure. Fallen. Yeah, yeah, go for it. The fallen actively promotes the flaw's growth within the haven. There are many in the haven who support the flaw. The fallen is just one of them. They are the antagonist who creates challenges for the hero throughout play. Does is the fallen like the Joker in that they actively like know that something is the flaw is bad, or the fallen just actually believes in genius and wants to support it? Or is that up to us? It's up to us. Um, I 
generally, I'm not very good at writing or playing psychopaths in general. I, I do it occasionally because it's fun. <laughs> and Seems probably, like you'd have a lot of source prob- material. Yeah, probably close to the vest for me. But I generally, I, I generally um, would vote. I would personally vote that to think that they think that they're making the Haven better by this focus on genius. All right. Um, so let's start with the hero. Um, just to get a general idea and then we can build the hero and the fallen, the pillar and the fallen from the hero as we get there. Um, we'll give each a thing, person a thing to write on. So the hero. Occupation, choose your tradition and give the hero a role or position in that, in the, in Mercury that relates to it. So what are some of the occupations in Mercury? There has to be some a tattoo artist. Yeah, that's that's good. I was honestly personally thinking about making them the person who burns down the extra restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> that's just absurd. Yeah. No, I love that. I feel like it's like kinda like the guy in Blade Runner. Decker? Decker. Declan. Declan. Decker. It is Decker. It is Decker. Definitely not Declan. Okay. <laughs> it's Decker. Um I haven't seen it in a while. He could be the guy that or the girl. You're right. Uh, you're right. We're not. We're not. Or the, or the no, non-person. Yeah, the genderless yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> we, we, shall, don't, we don't even know it's a person. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's <laughs> true. Um, no, but let's talk. Of, yeah, can we talk about? Gender? I didn't mean it like that. Just Re- the, really quick. Yes. First, is there gender? You can say yes or yes. no. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, and, and we'll play with that. We can, if we want to make a non-binary character, that's completely okay. okay. Um, I've, I actually somehow end up doing that a lot. Uh, not a lot, but enough. And I, this always, I always play gay characters. I don't know why this is a thing. Um, <laughs> source material. Source material. <laughs> but that's that's a different. I that, feel like that's, that's such a like a, conversation. an easy way to make it like an outsider trope, whether it's non-binary or homosexual. So yeah. I feel like that would arise yeah. more often. Well, and what also happens is I play. I generally play in. So I a lot. I also I also play women a lot because a lot of times I'm playing in groups that are more male heavy sure and so i want to have a role i love needs to be in every game i play of course because that's the type of human i am and if i'm playing a dude well i can love another dude exactly um okay so <laughs> moving right along can, can i ask a side question yes. when you're playing these games because i haven't listened to super a lot of the episodes of the podcast do you tend to have the characters that you create more often be men as well um, I definitely tend towards male characters. Do you think, like in general, though, the characters that are created in within the group? Um. We, oh, so I'm the. So there are definitely people who I've played with, dudes I've played with who who have played men. Um. But it, it, people definitely tend to play their own gender. Okay. Like very, really very strongly tend to play their own gender. That's interesting. Uh, it, it's a thing you have to actively think about too. Not do a lot of the time. Hmm. And it can also be very. I, I've found it. I actually find it less weird to play a girl if there's a girl in the room, hmm. rather than um, pl- playing like a girl if it's all guys. Hmm. But yeah, I'm. De- I definitely. I would say I'm eighty twenty, um, males to females in characters I play, which I probably should try to switch it the other way, or maybe not because I'm much more used. I am much more used to being a male than I am to being a female. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I was just sort of interested in yeah. the types of characters you guys create usually. Mm-hmm. Okay, so occupation. Yep, so occupation. Um, do, do we really like the 
burning down the old restaurants. I was just trying to think of like one or two other ones so we could have an option. Yeah. I do like tattoo artists. That's also very good. I feel like my tattoo artist has less lasting interaction with their people though. They would uh, just be in the hospital or Well, you know, you interact the with babies. the baby yeah. and then... Yeah. You know. I think that... Or so the tattoo artist could also be instead of just like magically changing, it could be that the tattoo artist actively change. There's so there's testing. They're the person in charge of altering okay. the ink. Like, like maybe that. there's a monthly update of ink. Yeah, and everybody like eagerly awaits this day when mm-hmm. the, you get <laughs> or your doesn't, update. Depending yeah. on okay. <laughs> I like how often that you've been hit in the head. I don't know why I'm talking about that right now. <laughs> I mean that definitely gives the hero a really direct okay. role. I like yeah, that. that's cool. Yeah. So tattoo artist. Can we make? Th- the fallen the burner um how would that work well i'm just sort of envisioning somebody that like really believes that the best new ideas come from like the ashes okay Mm. you know somebody that uh, really really believes in it and is willing to do like go the extra mile to like maybe going beyond their job and like burning other things that have failed so mm-hmm. that genius can be built over it. Sure. I was thinking of the fallen as someone that was a genius. They could be. I don't, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. Sure. I really want the pillar, the pillar to be a genius. Oh, that makes more sense. And because the, so again, the pillar just wants the status quo. Sure. Mm-hmm. And if you're a genius and you're in a place that worships genius, that's well, and I think I think good. the fallen not being a genius is kind of interesting too because it makes them a more complicated character. They're not just in it for themselves and yeah, they kind definitely. of like have this genuine belief in the system. I like that. They could also so they could they could be involved in the burning, or they could be the other thing that I'm thinking is they could be somebody who rats out people who are having children who don't have the right values that's good could there just be kind of a a, not a cultural police but someone that would like a bureaucracy or some kind of enforcement that would do all those things so they would identify which restaurants are no longer um, necessary or they would police children um that were conceived out of uh, like state sanctioned wedlock or, you know, state sanctioned birth. Mm-hmm. So some kind of like cultural police or, or genius police. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to be, they can be the restaurant burner or the, the um, what would you call that? Someone that checked. I know I'm trying to babies. think like, what, what would be the process for that? <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. If Ooh, interesting dynamic. So yeah. sometimes, um, kind of tied with the eugenics idea, sometimes two people with the the requisite numbers would have a child that wouldn't have the requisite number just by regression to the mean. So in the same way that two tall people aren't going to have a baby that's always taller than them, right. there might be children that aren't above this threshold number. So let's say the number is 100 and two people... Um, with or like the numbers over, and yeah, they have them exactly, but the the resulting child is ninety five or something like that. The child would, even though it was 
fine and it still might um, go up in number as it gets older or something. It has to be either disposed of or killed. I don't know. Oh, well, I, I thought that because the, the number I, changes. Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was If it test. was a measurement of your like, you ut- the utility you have already sure. contributed. Oh, so maybe the number at birth. Yeah, is the number like at birth is always going to be. No, I was thinking. I oh, thought okay. like if it's a measurement of, like you don't get like there's a coming of age where you get your first tattoo. Ooh, like children so don't it's have not. a tattoo. Okay, that was oh. my mat- the, again. Like I'm totally okay with being overruled. That. That's how I was. Yeah, feeling. I guess I don't. Head. I I thought that the number represented like how much you already contributed and not your potential for contribution. No, I think that that's. <laughs> but it could be both. <laughs> that it was no, that makes more sense. And I also like the coming of age thing because there is this dynamic then that someone could, with that kind of genetic component, have two parents over the required number, and then once they get to that age where they should have developed the utility to society, they don't have it, and so they need to be exiled or whatever else. I dig it. Yeah. Is the number, like, you can't be here or, like, you can't have children? I think those are big. That's a big distinction. Hmm. I think it's you can't have children because they need people who... Right, yeah, you can't have all... Do, like, yeah, you can't have all people who are above average. (laughs) Sure. Okay. What if that was kind of the goal of society, though? That was the idea with the increasing yeah. threshold that some people are then going to be below average as time goes on, though. Mm. Have you heard of the Flynn effect? No. What's the it's Flynn just effect? the idea that IQ in society has gone up over the past uh, hundred years okay. due to mostly like nutrition and um, things like not eating lead. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> wait, that oh, helps. Oh, really? Yeah, I it eat turns lead out, all the yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's delicious. And, uh, I don't know what they're doing, but um, apparently it makes people smarter. So that was kind of my idea with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I get that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's definitely. All right, so there's some ritual where, not ritual, but like a, a rite of passage where people get their fa- first tattoo. Mm-hmm. And so the tattoo artist is the hero. Um, I like the idea is the pillar being a genius. And we're talking about the fallen now, is that right? Yeah. Should we finish the hero's sort of or should we yeah do you um yeah we can do a little more with the hero so rebellion choose a tradition the hero disagrees with and explain why they oppose it this could be a different tradition with their occupation or the same one that's the easy one where they I don't think have this one is also an easy one yeah just yeah. directly related to what they do with the tattoos mm-hmm. yeah that they start to develop develop a, it could kind of be both yeah it could also be religion i really want to do something with death like if they see i mean maybe that's more of the narrative structure like yeah that's hmm. yeah like maybe the hero comes to this um conclusion after like losing a child and then uh like not being allowed to mourn in the way they need to and having their their mourning invalidated by this particular tradition and sort of that feeds into other traditions that they start to dislike yeah that could be be our hero's backstory okay (laughs) death backstory (laughs) classic (laughs) that hasn't been done before Miscarriage. I said that with an exclamation point. I did not write it with an exclamation point. 
So our hero is a tattoo artist, is the tattoo artist, and had a, misca- er, had a miscarriage. Yes. Cool. And it's not happy with life. Um, we can, we'll describe the hero more um, once we have stuff from the other things. Uh, so we said, so let's do the pillar because we have an idea. So the pillar is a genius. Uh, what is the hero's relationship? What is the pillar's relationship to the hero? Are they a family, friend, guardian, leader, or lover? Those are the options we're given. Mm. What do you think? Um. I like guardian. Hmm. So, like, a, like I, I imagine a father or mother, a parent. Interesting. But that's. Yeah. I was thinking leader at first. Like they're the person that oversees like the tattoo program or maybe they're a genius that has become like disillusioned with their work. And so now they're just like a state figurehead. So it was like some great scientist or something. And now they're just this um, representation for the program that uh, the state uses to to give kids tattoos so Um, like their boss yeah a boss or um maybe like one day they come to the the rite of passage tattoo ceremony to show everyone like hey this is the reason why we do this thing that you might not be happy with it's because it produces people like so-and-so the great scientists so i guess that would be kind of like a leader not necessarily a boss can i just uh, put in one thing that i can the hero be the tattoo artist the only one because that gives them a lot more power yes it does in that case i think that leader doesn't necessarily make sense in like a boss context but um maybe i mean i think it should be somebody that interacts with the hero in a more intimate way because uh, if you get a little farther down it says the role of the pillar is to complicate and support the hero while upholding the flaw yeah that makes more sense and so somebody that would have interactions with the hero that where the hero sort of discusses their um, disgust with genius. What if it was like an extramarital lover? So the, <laughs> stay with me here. Um, the hero um, has the miscarriage or, you know, the birth complication and the child would have been her partners, like the person with whom she conceived the child mm-hmm. um did we decide decide on he um i guess for the, the hero the, for the no for the um partner i guess we haven't discussed that yet yeah no. okay um but then the genius could be like her boyfriend outside of um wedlock or whatever the partnership is can it be her girlfriend or girlfriend yeah no, <laughs> so we all play all can the characters she, we yeah, all play can, all the characters yeah exactly can we can ha- we have her married to a man but the pillar is a female lover yeah yeah for sure good and she's one of the prominent geniuses would that be yeah. cool so the, so is the fall in the man in that just just, yeah. Yeah. just to make it extra <laughs> spicy okay good so <clears throat> just write lover in both <laughs> for a relation to the hero Perfect. Uh, 
And I think the lover could also be a leader in the context of the, mm-hmm. that could be an interesting tension of like the lover being, oh, sorry, the pillar, the pillar being in a relationship with the hero, but also like having to uphold the ideals of the society because they have a leadership position. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Job. What's a specific job in this? <laughs> Lover. <laughs> Lover is the job. Um, how about like, so prostitute? <laughs> uh, so like, so what kind of genius would we like the pillar to be? Uh, so it's somehow related to one of these. Uh, they could be a sculptor for making the those wonderful statues. statues. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. Art, yeah. I was thinking artist. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sculptor. Ooh, could the sculptor be? a genius in her own right like her art is great but then the state said hey like we like your art so much we're gonna make you yeah. sculpt these statues Sculptor. and she doesn't love it but like she's doing it slash artist okay mm-hmm. or you know her sculpture is her art whatever but yeah, she's yeah. making the state commission she's statues more general artist yes <laughs> artiste <laughs> um what is the fallen's job <laughs> as a character yeah the fallen's job no i'm sorry what oh. is the our, is oh, oh. i think the fallen the, should be a burner okay okay so a house burner. Restaurant or house burner? Let's say house burner. I mean, it's probably mostly going to be restaurants, but it's... Okay. It's an arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> He's a state-sanctioned arsonist. All right, state. And we're now doing four Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> <laughs> arsonist. Doesn't burn books. Yeah. He burns food. He's <laughs> just a really bad cook. cook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Beautiful. All right, um... Names. So just go over genders. Um, again, the hero is female. Yeah, a heroine is a heroine. Uh, I, what? I I I just like you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like. I, I wish there was like a. Hero is a catch-all. We yeah, hero is yeah. a catch-all. <laughs> I, I was just... <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I just love that actor is now just actor, but you can't really do that with hero because O is kind of... Ma- though I guess it's yeah. not Spanish. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think that when I hear hero, I think of yeah, I don't, any I, particular yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think thing. So, uh, what do we want to name our hero? Uh, Katniss. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um... Uh, I loved it. It was good. It was a funny I never joke. Read the books. I'm proud of you, Ethan. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> um, could we get something? Can you give us a good J name? Why, oh, you, Tucker. Why J? You, you, wait, have we? Do we go over the fact that I love J names? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, I thought that was true. Um, dry. Oh. Um. Can it be something like real obvious, like children? No, young adult, like novel level, like irony. So it's like a heroine named like, I don't know, Narcissus because of Echo and Narcissus or something. I don't know. It's oh, like something based. Something where the author would think it's clever, but well, it's like, not. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> something to do with ink. Ink. Um, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Tattoo. Tattoo. <laughs> it's Tattoo. <laughs> Tattoo spell or backwards. her name could be Echo. Echo is such a good name. It's such a it is name. a cool name, and it sort of has an interesting tie to her. I'll do Echo. Yeah. Is there a Narcissus then? Narcissus. <laughs> there it is. 
No, because well, maybe. I don't think so. I think that's too. I, that might be too far. Okay. All right. Also, uh, what do you shorten that to for nickname? Narc. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <you're> narc. <laughs> it, had we done the narc? Did that, you pick up the groceries? <laughs> had we done the person that ratted out the businesses, then we could have. Yeah, done narc. we could have done narc. We <laughs> had that option. Yeah. All right. Um, what about the fallen, her lover, who works as a state sanctioned arsonist? Did you actually write state sanctioned? Yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. I was very happy with that. Wait, wait. I'm confused now. So. Which one is married to the fallen? Fallen fall, to the fallen, yep. yeah, and has a fling girlfriend. with genius. Uh, yeah, a girlfriend okay. with genius pillar person. Okay. The fallen is named Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Greg. <laughs> no. Cyrus is a good name. Um, we have the you know the Greek mythology thing kind of going on with Mercury yeah. and Echoes. So. Kirk, <laughs> Kirk, you know. Yeah, that yeah. Kirk, Kirk was. What did he do? Uh, he was in the Midas story, right? King yeah. Midas. Zeus. <laughs> Zeus. Are we gonna make me go? <laughs> I'm currently ri- writing a play that is in, based in Greek <laughs> mythology. I'm thinking of doing an audio drama next year that is also has a lot of ties to Greek mythology. What is an audio drama? It is a um, spoke. It's a basically a play uh that is a podcast is a a podcast (laughs) okay it's another podcast okay i'll help with that yeah Um, i'm not gonna be here from the grave my my joke is all seniors are dead once they graduate oh (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't grim (laughs) um all right what's the fallen's name the fallen oh and it works because your gpa is just the bunch of Uh, accomplishments uh, uh, that we uh, hang uh, out at your door once you're dead Mine's gonna be white. <laughs> um, can the fallen's name be Lev? Sure. <laughs> what about something with arson, like arson? Has his Festus, Hephaestus, whatever the uh, blacksmith's name is. Who's the Greek god of fire? Of fire. Oh, yeah. A specific one. Yeah, there is. It's Vulcan. Uh, Vulcan's just the a uh, different name for Hephaestus. Oh, darn it. Um, we could, if we want to be real obvious, we could go Ignis. Ignis. Yes. Okay. Ignis. Ignis. Ig. Ignatius. Saint Ignatius of state sanctioned arson. Pillar. The pillar. The lover. The genius. And the artist sculptor. What about um, Gaia? Earth? Yeah. No, who who was the one that created the world in the Greek cosmology? Created the world? Yeah, who created Gaia? Or was um it was Gaia Saturn, or Kronos? Uh, not right? Saturn, yeah, Kronos. Kronos. Were they the first ones? And before No, 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 no. There was Kronos. The, there's a sky. No. Uh. It's the sky was named. Started out with chaos and then it was the sky. No, I'm so bad. Okay, I haven't done I this since like middle to, school. I had to read this story for my Freshman year winter study. Greek God was, um, Sky. You're gonna get Zeus, probably. Yeah, I know. Um <laughs> Uranus. Origin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um uh, Uranus? 
I don't think we're going to finish this tonight. No, we are not going to finish this tonight. We haven't we're even gonna, started doing scenes yet. Yeah, we're going to get the good backstory. Yeah. Though. Yeah, we have a lot of backstory. How much material will this make up? Will it be like about a podcast or mm. not even? This will be. I feel like you're going to have to cut out so much. I'm going to cut a lot from this. I'm probably going to put this suck. as a like a world building episode, which doesn't technically go in the feed. And so. Have you read the book feed? No about people having chips in their brain check it out i'll look into it Mm -hmm. oh guess what comes out in i pre-ordered it on amazon and i'm gonna read it over thanksgiving break and i'm so excited and me and my friends are gonna skype while we read it (laughs) what is it oathbringer it's uh stormlight archive which oh is that the the series that you're reading brandon sanderson yeah i'm yeah i'm I'm rereading radiance right now Oh, nice. Um, but I, ga- I gave it to Molly. Uh, I had it on my iPad, and I gave it to Molly this summer, and my iPad disappeared for two weeks, <laughs> which is honestly impressive given that these books are each a thousand pages long in print. That is wow. minuscule. But I read them. But she read them <laughs> and didn't talk to anybody for that entire time. <laughs> okay, They're so good. what about just something like Pandora or... I'm into it. Pandora. Pandora's Check. A name. Got a name. All right. Let's uh, revisit this. We have Pandora, the pillar. Ignis, the fallen. Um, Echo, the hero. There's sort of a alliteration. Pandora, the pillar. Echo, the hero. But, you know, you hear what I'm saying? One of those was a rhyme and the other was a resonance. No. Wasn't yeah. even really rhyme. You know, there's just a, there's a, there's similar sound things going on. Words. Uh-huh. I get words words are a thing. Noises. I'm not an English <laughs> major. <laughs> I pretend I'm not. Oh, these are all examples. Get to do we got to playing. Destroy, Destroy the, the world. world. It's in a very big font. Bum bum bum. <laughs> Uh, somebody played piano, a couple people sang, somebody played guitar, somebody played the saxophone, <laughs> and we sang, and um, at the end, Jackson went, oh, shit, and then uh, Jonah was playing the saxophone, and it like sounded pretty good, except the last note was like this <laughs> squeak every night. <laughs> I, I wrote it way too high okay. for that for that particular type of saxophone, okay. which I didn't know. Like, oh, uh, I thought uh, you meant you were like too high when you wrote it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am so high all the time when I write everything. Because I don't know how you manage that on Isle Royale without me knowing. <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't know? There was a squirrel. <laughs> That's up. what you were doing when you were bird watching. <laughs> 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 he would like run off every night and be like, I'm going to go find this bird. <laughs> and he would be gone like during dinner while we, he was looking for a particular bird. He would like hear the call. Okay. And then was run it off and one type of bird that you were looking for? It was for, an individual. It, I'm okay, pretty damn sure I, okay. it was an individual. <laughs> that's, I like that a lot It was more. taunting him. It okay. was really... For, it was an okay. adversarial, really. So, yeah. So, what happened was there was a specific species of bird I wanted what to see. What kind of bird? Uh, it was a nuthatch. Okay. Um, and, and so, this particular bird. For, Let's call him Gary. Oh, wait, no. The, the <laughs> <laughs> sorry. The, the nuthatch was a different thing. I also saw, saw a nuthatch for the first time. Um, but 
anyway, so this bird just did not. So it was a species I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the species that was not, is not in its home range where I live. Okay. And, but it wasn't in its home range at Isle Royal. And so this was like going to be one of my only chances to see it. And it's a very common bird in general. But there was this one particular one on this island. It was a tiny island. It was a tiny island. Oh, were you on the island with Tucker? Yes. I was on the okay. island. Yes. Does everything uh, make more sense? Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yes. yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but so this one, so this one, I'm swear it was an individual. It had to be an individual because I didn't hear multiple calls ever. But this one bird every night right as dinner was about to be ready would start calling and I have to go chase this bird, obviously. And strange things are happening outside. But so this one bird would just call every night. And so I left to chase it, basically chased it around generally the entire width of the Island, um, which was like, there weren't paths. There was all underbrush pretty much. There was one, there was one like path that you could take all the way around and got back and my dinner was cold and this went on for like three quarters of the time we were on this island we were on this island for six weeks six yeah six weeks but then you finally saw it at the i end, right? did finally see it yeah and, and then it was i was not worth it and it just no, it was a good bird oh, okay but after that time so there were two weeks left on the island mm-hmm. i saw this bird five more times <laughs> without even chasing it it was ju- it just happened to just be out so you just needed to have a little more faith while we were actually on the island and your yeah. dreams would have come true. Yeah. You chased too hard. I chased too hard. When you when you try to hold on to the things you want, they just slip away. Oh, I was thinking more of an Icarus metaphor. It doesn't work as well though. Icarus, yeah. <laughs> Flew too what? close to the I have I have a problem with saying that whenever I get a little too drunk. I always go, I flew too close to the sun to my friends. <laughs> oh, there's a period of time where um when i would drink a lot i would just start yelling i'm a shell of myself <laughs> after a while my friends but that's like, always true ethan yeah no it is absolutely my friends were like ethan are you okay like you've been yelling that a lot and i had to think like yeah i guess so i'm just into yelling that lately <laughs> i'm a shell of myself oh um on the topic of avian i don't know yep. what the name for that is yeah avian sure ornithology um, ornithology yes yes of course um there is like a bird talk, an owl talk or something going on at some point in the next week or two. Okay. Did you hear about that? Um, I'm sure I will because okay. my professor is the bird prof here. Oh, excellent. So. And you have so, a bird prof? Heather Williams. Oh, she I didn't does know bird that. calls. She didn't, I'm sure she didn't. Don't you dare. <laughs> Not on these microphones. <laughs> So, anyways, there's that, and I guess they don't bring the owls to campus, but you can go somewhere and see the owls. That's so exciting. Just wanted to put that I'm, in your I'm, radar. Yeah, no, I will see. I will see. Okay. Did I tell you that David Smith wants me to work for him again? Next summer? Uh, no, during during the year. Oh. He came, I was going to say, you're going to go to IRL and do that no, again with I'm David Smith? No, I'm not going to go hang out with David Smith again. Are you going to do uh, it? Um, so, here's the thing. It's entirely out of my... Sp- ability he wants me to do like he wants me to work on ai and do comsci to try to match frog backs to different frog backs electronically I, my background in co- computer science is i learned java once in eighth grade Sounds like so you're David good smith doesn't understand computers computers do i tell you about my joan edwards struggle no I've made this graph of like a visualization of the network from all of our data this summer. Mm-hmm. And then she keeps emailing me like, can you change this little thing? Can you change this little thing? And she, cause she's for our presentation. Yeah. And it's like, 
Or you could download the software and like yeah. alter these graphs. Since I've already made the graphs I need for your my thesis, and you're not paying me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so. By the way, yeah. I love that we're talking into the mics for this. <laughs> like, oh, this is going not into the podcast. the podcast. This is so going into the podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Backstory. All right, do we have time for a scene? Oh, um, if it's a quickie. If it's a qu- do we want to get food is the other thing. Yes. Well, maybe not then. Maybe not then. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh this was the beginning of Downfall and we will do the rest of it later. <laughs>